Thanks, Craig. Hello, and welcome to Wimps Yelling About Music. This is your host, Jabby Locks, and today the Wimps are yelling about formative albums. Gabby, what does that that mean? Basically, foundational albums that in middle school or a bit before that really helped us get into music and the music we're currently into now. So to give you a snapshot of like who we are, by the way, this is Gabby and that's Jesse. Hi. Um, five formative bands kind of all over the place um, for me was like Mayday Parade, Panic at the Disco, Nora Jones, Seosin and MGMT. Nice. <laughs> what about you, Jesse? I really like hearing your list, actually. It's super interesting. Uh, and I like <laughs> some overlap already. Not in the bands themselves, but uh, <laughs> so my five are Seabear, Gregory and the Hawk, the Ramones, <laughs> Los Camps, yeah. obviously, or sorry, Los Campesinos, okay. here two four, probably always referred to by me as Los Camps, and uh, saves the day. That's what I Nice. So. Yes, Gabby. We are doing full album reviews. Two. One chosen by me and one chosen by Jesse. And we're starting with Jesse's. Um, both of the albums, by the way. Jesse's is Elephant by The White Stripes. And mine is Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park. So. Why did you choose the album, Jesse? <laughs> okay, so I knew it was going to be a White Stripes album because I felt like the White Stripes are an interesting formative band for me because I think they encompass a lot of things that now my music taste is comprised of, even though I don't really actively listen to the White Stripes still. So from the other five bands that I mentioned in my snapshot, I would say I probably listen to all of those actually more still then I listen to the White Stripes now. So I think the White Stripes are a good picture of me as an eighth grader kind of figuring out what I liked. And they were also one of the first slightly more indie or punk bands that I liked on my own, of my own volition, because a lot of other bands I found through my brother. (laughs) I think that the White Stripes were something that always felt really like they were mine when I was younger. Also went through a really big phase of listening to their music. So I knew I had to pick one of their albums, but I didn't want to pick Icky Thump, which I thought was actually, I don't know. I think that's the one, the first one that I actually bought maybe, but I didn't feel like it was a good picture of me. And I feel like Elephant is more, more so that with all of the White Stripes albums. So I guess that's my, that's my reasoning. I see. I see. Yeah. It makes sense. I agree. <laughs> Uh, I don't actually know the other White Stripes album because I am a normie. So. <laughs> You're a normie? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, yeah, as you can tell, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny because we haven't said enough for people to know whether or not you're a normie yet. So. <laughs> trolling. Obviously, I know you're not, but I don't think anyone else knows yet. So they'll find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll find out. Yeah. True metalcore kid here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Absolutely. So, so let's go through it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> so we'll just jump into the White Stripes album. And ironically, okay. 
the first song on this album is probably the most well-known White Stripes song of all time. Everyone this knows this song. True. No? It's Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's everyone oh. knows Seven Nation Army. Um, it's weird to me that they start with, like, their most popular. Of course, they didn't know it was going to be their most popular. I'm not sure if it was released as a single first. I didn't look that much into it. Um, I didn't look that up either. I'm sorry. But it's probable. So I'm not going to recap listening to this because it's in my head. But I think this song is simple, clean, and catchy. The bass line, obviously, is iconic in a sense. Yeah. That's really what I wrote because (laughs) I was like, this is the most common... Lino. You didn't write the anthem to every high school football game now until the end of time. Yeah. Actually, okay, you want real talk. Um, the kid I had a crush on, actually in high school, uh, <laughs> uh, he he like there was like bands week or something like a a day where people could make a band spontaneously for some reason, and then. Perform in front of people in my high school, and they played Seven Nation Army. Wait, wait, wait! So your high school had an improvised Battle of the Bands competition, basically. Fascinating. Um, (laughs) I don't know either. They never taught us any instrument, so this was for a time the only. Actually, no. This may still be the only song I can successfully play on a guitar. so there's something to that. Hmm. I guess the riff is just one that everyone will always know. But to be fair, it is a cliche now because of all of <laughs> all of this. But I do think there is something about this song that's so good. And I, it is clean. I like yeah, that yeah. as an adjective. That was a good choice of word. But I also think the lyrics stand for me. And that was, so I didn't say this in my mm-hmm. intro, but another reason that I picked the White Stripes when I was really getting into my taste in music, lyrics were always the thing for me that kind of pushed me towards a band. And so I think with the White Stripes, their or Jack White's ability to kind of write lyrics in this interesting cryptic way was something that I really enjoyed as a middle schooler. And if people don't know the story behind this song, basically the title comes from what Jack White used to think the Salvation Army was called, the Seven Nation Army which I think is an interesting kind of fun factoid. And it's, and yeah, and the lyrics are great. I I really think the lyrics are super interesting for this one. It may have some of the best lyrics on the album, in my opinion. Uh, There's a couple other songs that might beat it, but I think it's one of the most interesting lyrically on the album. Nice. Yeah, I think it's like, it stands the test of time, even through like mainstreamness Mm -hmm. next song i don't remember how black mass goes oh this song i've heard this song before have Um, you yeah they're actually surprisingly i've heard more songs from this album than i thought i did yeah no that that yeah i believe that actually (laughs) so any any startling comments on this one were uh, 
pretty basic, but the time changes, <laughs> but in a structured way. So it like there's time changes, but it goes back to the time changes like a pop song in a, some way, mm-hmm. like structured, which is cool. I think that what's the strongest point of the song, like why it works, is the distortion on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Like how much distortion there is, and this is yeah. um, a permanent, and how the vocals work well together with like the cleaner rhythm guitar repetitive work with the distortion. So there's those two contrasting things, mm-hmm. and I said that the lyrics are cute, but it's pretty short. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, I don't know. It was kind of boring. Not gonna lie. <laughs> that's fair I I the thing is I don't think it's the most interesting and I agree with you on that I think where it shines is definitely the kind of chugging along the the pacing of it and it is a little bit like in comparison to Seven Nation Army which you described as clean what I like about this album is I do feel like it shows a lot of range from the White Stripes, I do think they kind of touch on a lot yeah. of subgenres in this album, even though everything still, for me at least, feels cohesive. So I think that that is impressive in a sense. Uh, and this one has that kind of like dirty uh, chugging line to it that I think works well. And also, I really like Jack White's vocals on this one. So I'm into that. Yeah. I, and I can see how this formed my taste in the way that I like pe- people singing, even now, I tend to like voices that aren't traditionally good in a lot of ways. And I think that Jack White manipulates his voice in a lot of this album. And I like the way he does it in this song, especially. So Yeah, his vocals are, are strong in this song, for sure. Mm-hmm. By the way, my ratings, I, I'm, I'm doing this a lot of order. Um, for Seven Nation Army, I give it an A because of its timelessness and that I can still listen to it. Um, Not on repeat, but just like not be annoyed if it plays somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) It slaps. Um, (laughs) Black Math, I gave a BC, um, like split. Yeah, just because I wouldn't really listen to this willingly. Like if it plays in the background of some generic bar it's chill you know but <laughs> it's about it fair it's like whatever <laughs> if it plays in the background of some generic bar it's fine <laughs> <laughs> tell us how you really feel gabby <laughs> no i love it i i get you i do i like this one but i gave it uh, a minus B plus, which is I so think easy. yeah, it's somewhere yeah. in that range for me. I really I love the vocals on it and I do like the sound, so I couldn't rate it super low, but yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a hot take at the very end about maybe like four hot takes, but anyway. I'm it still- to, it's it's why this song bugs me. I guess uh-huh. I could share now, huh? It's like, oh, cool guy, cool guy. Um, I'm so cool. I'm strumming my my guitar in a cool way because I have distortion on. But it's like, 
This song, you could probably play on a ukulele. Easy. Easy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, anyway. yeah. No. <laughs> that's completely fair. I think... <laughs> yep. I mean, I don't have an issue with that. I really... <laughs> I don't actually think that's much of a hot take. I think... The thing is with a lot of bands that especially ha that have this kind of punk underpinning, it's not always about how complicated the music itself is, which I see I see why that's a problem also. So I won't say I'm defending it in a sense like, you know, music doesn't need to be complicated ever. I also don't think it always needs to be complicated. So I think of there course. is a balance. And so I think yeah. often with with bands that do have that kind of that undertone it can tend towards the okay it's simple it's too simple musically which i get but if there's something else compensating for that then sometimes then i can give that a pass like if the lyrics yeah. are good if the vocals are interesting if there's something there that i like i'm willing to overlook that but i also see the point so yeah i think i can i feel the same if i really like the artist yeah yeah. Um, but if not, I have to have like multiple aspects mm -hmm. just hit right or else I don't actually care for it. Yeah. That's so true. And I mean, there is always going to be some bias with something like this because I have some emotional attachment to this band that I formed when I was in an eighth grade, even though yeah. who even knows what eighth grade Jessie was like at this point. She was a mess, but we'll not talk about that. Aren't we all? <laughs> So, yeah, okay. So, another hot take, right? Already. Ooh, can't wait, can't wait. Yeah, hit it. Mazda or truck commercial or SUV commercial. It is. Oh my gosh, no! Commercial. This is a huge issue that we're actually probably going to talk about later in as an issue for the entire alt-rock genre as being sellouts to car commercials and like technology commercials. It's, wow. a, it's just like a general issue for the genre. Um, but yes, I immediately heard it and I was like, that's it. That's one of them. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that's so, it's crazy because the second you said the word Mazda and I connected it to a car brand, I knew where you were going with that. And I, I told it, something clicked for me, which I did not think about that at all. So I think I was, oh, wow. Right. No, keep going. I please. didn't read my notes before, like, I just listened to the beginning. I also wrote car commercial on here um, because it's so <laughs> car commercial. Uh, I said it is though the keys are weird like the the piano keys they're weird which cool um don't know it's very digestible I think the Oz I really do like the Oz in the beginning the stacked harmony yeah they're very nice very pretty I like the lyrics they're cheeky that's what I wrote cheeky lyrics yes okay so uh one thing I have to read this one line. This is the only lyric that I actually wrote down from this whole album in my notes because the lyric is completely baffled by a backward indication that an inspired word will come across your tongue. This 
to me, is like a Shakespearean insult. I, it's such a good burn, and it's, if you're not paying attention, you don't catch it as a burn, and I love it because it's kind of, it's got this sort of sentimental sound, the song, mm-hmm. um, and unlike a couple other songs on this album that we'll get to that are a little soft, and in a way that even now, I'm like, this might be too soft for me, to be honest, like, I think there's some of that here. This song, because of this kind of like biting wit, it's it's good. Also, I'm pretty sure that the other singer on this song is Brendan Benson, who eventually comes to be a member of the Rock on Tours, which is like yeah the next uh, phase in the Jack White saga. Which again, middle school slash early high school Jesse was following that quite closely. So when I was re-listening to this album and I heard his voice, I was like, oh, I think that's Brendan Benson. Yeah, oh, interesting. Just a small trivia thing, I guess. I really like these trivias. Do you? Yeah, I do. I really like them. See, the thing is, I'm excited for stuff like this with your album because for me, I guess, when I was going in as a child, I was going in pretty hard on this stuff. And so I got really invested with particular bands. And the White Stripes was for sure one of them. So, yeah. I was not that way. I'm more into music now than ever than I was in middle school. Like in middle school, I didn't really know who band members were. I didn't really know origin stories a lot. I found that stuff out later for some bands. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was solely into music for just listening to music purposes really intensely. And I did a lot of that. But yeah. I think I've maintained a little bit of it, but I actually think I've switched the opposite way. I think for me, when I was younger, I was way more into music history. And so I was really into the foundations of things. And so I really liked connecting all of these kinds of origin stories and how genres became what they are. And then when I was invested in a band, I was a crazy loyalist. And so I wanted to know everything about everyone, especially the person who was writing the lyrics. That was like, if I don't know everything about them, I, yeah. So, but now I don't feel that way quite as much. I would say I feel like I'm more of a intense music listener, but I don't always do the research behind each and every single band all the time until I get really invested. Then I start to do it again. Mm -hmm. I gave that song a B. I thought of it as an A minus, but I don't know. Yeah. Sort of. (laughs) All right. Let's see. Okay, next one. (laughs) It's I just don't know what to do with myself. Oh, yeah. All right. So first thing I put is the Beatles. Um, Oh, yeah. That closed strum style is very surf punk. I love it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Queen strong. Mm-hmm. So it, it goes from that, from that to like Queen, the band. Not like Queen. Anyway. Yeah. Strum and full vocals, which is yeah. Um, kind of shaky vocals, but works with the theme of the song. Like I like the build up, goes uncertain, stable ish to acceptance. Um, in like mm-hmm. Basically, vocally, 
lyrically, I think maybe. Um, just like mm -hmm. sonically, it goes from uncertain to stable to like acceptance. But I also wrote like I can't relate to this song, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you you always know what to do with yourself, Gabby? No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, wow. First of all, way, way to go on the thorough analysis. My notes are for sure not going to stack up to this on hybrid theory. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Or, I didn't write like anything for hybrid theory myself. So yeah, no, I just in general, though, you have this kind of way of narrowing in on what the, the song is. And I feel that mine, my notes are more about feelings. <laughs> Than oh, actually, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna be yelling through hybrid theory. It's fun. I'm really excited. <laughs> anyway, okay, so not the point right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I freaking love the the combo of the vocals and the drums in this song. I really, oh, I really like it. I think I'm double checking just to make sure I don't say this and then regret saying it. But I think this is my favorite of the soft songs, maybe, on this album. I think, oh. yeah, I think it is. The combo of the vocals, the kind of lack of control and the screaming and the, oh, I love it, with the, with the drums. Yeah. It and it's simple. Sense. It's quite simple lyrically. But I don't mind that so much in this one. Um I, I yeah I prefer it to there's no home for you here which I also find to be kind of soft so it's my it's my yeah, top it's, it's one of my top of the album actually I don't know if I should say that now or not but it's one of my starred choices no you can for sure it's one of my top three um, I I gave it a B <laughs> that's fine um, well, obviously I didn't because I like it so much. I gave it an A plus, but that's just a, a. a preference thing, yo. That's good. Um, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I think it's because I can't relate as well as shaky vocals and just, yeah. Yeah. Do you okay. not like it when the vocals are like this in general? Usually, yeah. Okay. As Luke actually put it, sorry, who? who's Luke? I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Maybe you'll find him next. Ooh. Sometime, sometime yes. soon-ish. Um, but he said that, like, yeah, he put it in a really good way of, like, I like vocals not being, like, accurate or, like, yeah. good when I'm immersed in the, like, the ambiance of the song. Uh -huh, so yeah, if yeah, I'm immersed yeah. in a song and it matches really well with it, it works. Yeah. But if not, the vocals distract me. Okay. No, that's fair. Kid. So it wasn't immersive enough for you. Nah, but also I wasn't. I was. I listened to a lot of this album casually at the first time, and then I went back in and critically thought about it. So. Mm -hmm. It's kind of difficult to say if I'll get immersed eventually kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of unfair. That's all I'm saying. 
un- unfair to the album or unfair to you? The album. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because usually you have to like listen to an album a couple of times, like four at least to know. I, th- I think I got there with, uh, yeah, anyway. So. All right. Next song. In the Cold, Cold Night. Woo-woo. Meg White. This is my least favorite song. Completely. The hated song. What? Actually. Oh, I can't wait. Tell me more. I'm so excited for you to rip it I to shreds. won't even re-listen to this. It's my <laughs> least favorite. My number Whoa. one hated song off this album is this song. In the Cold, Cold Night. I gave it a DF. Which is very, that is pretty bad. Um, so, first of all, the vocals are just so bad. They're just so bad. Actually, I'm going to listen to it a little bit. Just just to reignite this, this emotion. Oh, God. It's so bad. <laughs> Why? Why? Um, okay. So, freaking mastering and mixing of this song is so bad like the reverb on her voice sucks the reverb sucks you can like clearly hear it it's detached it's terrible like usually reverb tries to save your vocals right you usually put it on top so that your vocals can sound more like whole and pretty um this is not the case because the reverb is too separate and her vocals suck. They're weak. They're weak. It's like she could be singing this upside down. Like if she was hung upside down, she could be singing it because you don't need any diaphragm control, no like projection. It's just terrible. Um, it's off. I, I, I said, reverb sucks, bro. Tone deaf, question mark. <laughs> lyrics are whatever. It's short. Um, short lyrics, I guess. Um, the motor-like bass contrasting with clean guitar is okay, but whatever. Painful. <laughs> anyway, go on. Oh, my gosh. I, it's so funny because I knew there was... Well, I knew you at least disliked like strongly disliked a few songs but I wasn't thinking about this one but now that you've said it I it makes complete sense based on what I know about you and based on some other experiences we've had in uh live music etc so yeah I get it I understand why you hate her voice I don't I don't hate it I can't hate it I I understand fundamentally that it is objectively bad that her singing is not good and yet, I still like it. I really do. I can honestly, I can honestly say I like it. It would have been better to literally put her in like zero degree weather singing <laughs> this song. Okay, that would have made it better. Um, she might have like you know had some hiccups, but that who cares at this point. <laughs> And the whole, like, there's not a lot going on instrumentally. The, the 
yeah, the bass is so low, like a motor, that it's like cool. Woo! Thank you, Sorry, Craig. uh, we got disconnected as I was making a poor attempt at defending my love for this song that Gabby hates. Um, <laughs> so I was, just, I was just saying that I understand objectively that Meg White's vocals are not good, but I can't help but like the song, even despite... Actually, I think because of that, I like it, which maybe is worse. Um, <laughs> I... I was scared I think of that some... answer. It's a very bad answer? No, I was scared he would actually be charmed by her voice. No, 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 no. I don't think her voice is good. I I like that it's bad. That's the thing. Is I, I know it's bad. I yeah. recognize it's bad. And I like that it's bad because there's something in me that takes perverse pleasure in the fact that a vocalist like this is allowed to be the star of the show. And also I feel like it's an interesting pairing against Jack White's vocals, because even though he yeah. has more control, he's also not, I don't think his voice is necessarily the voice that you would say is the best voice in the world, or it's, it's particular and it's unique, but I don't know if it's traditionally good, but it's not bad I in mean, the way that Meg's is bad also. He's a solid vocalist. Um, he doesn't have much of a range from what I can tell, but I don't think he tries to put too much, like, range-wise. So I don't know. No, he plays... I think he, he does plays well. with his... Yeah, he... I mean, he has control, for sure, because I do think there's enough... I don't know. There's enough variety on the singing style and everything. Uh, and he can hit a note, whereas Meg really can't hit a note. He's tone deaf, right? <laughs> I think, so I think I said this before we got cut off, so I'm going to just say it again. But I think there is something ironic, and that's probably why I like it, about this song sort of being a come on and her voice being absolutely bad, just not attractive in any way. And I think that there is something really interesting about that. And I, I think it's intentional. I also think it's an interesting pairing right next to, I just don't know what to do with myself story-wise. Like I almost feel there's another uh, album by The Kills. Mm. Uh, and often uh, Jamie, who's, who is the guy in The Kills, he doesn't sing, but he has, they have on, which album is it? It's one of the more recent ones, but I can't remember which album it is. Uh, I will look up the name, whatever. There are two songs and they go together. One's sung by Allison, who sings everything normally, and then one's sung by Jamie. And I feel like this is kind of in this range where I just don't know what to do my with myself. It's sort of paired within the cold, cold night and they speak to each other kind of side by side. And so story-wise also within the album, I like the kind of juxtaposition of the two songs next to each other and that they kind of are a call and call and uh, response in an interesting way to me. But yes, so that's my defense of the song. I get that it's bad though. So I, I will like, you can rate it a D it's okay. I don't care. It's a I will, DF. You can rate it a DF. I rated an A, but I understand. Holy cow. <laughs> that is different. 
Um, but I, I really like it. I, I know it's bad and I still like it and I won't defend that it's good. I just enjoy it. <laughs> that is like as controversial as like pineapple on pizza. Anyway. <laughs> I like that too. So I guess yeah, we're just. Me too. Oh, good. Actually, I don't know if I knew that about you, which is crazy because we've eaten pizza together plenty. We've even ordered it at 4 a.m. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that I knew that you liked pineapple on pizza, which is weird. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Also, I have to point out that your background light is beautiful. It's just so glowy and orange. Thanks. Right. I love this light. Okay, that's not important. Uh-huh. Sorry. Next song? Um, the next song is I Want to Be the Boy to Warm Your Mother's Heart. And oh, I my gosh. Refresh slightly. Again. Okay. I'm really curious oh, to yeah. see what you will say about this song. <laughs> I think I've heard this song before. Yes. Possibly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However... I don't know if that's true or not because it just sounds like Elton John. So what? <laughs> it sounds like Elton John. That's interesting to me. I that is not what I would ever say about so, it. But okay, sounds like Elton John in like the piano, basic piano with like okay. that kind of vocal style. Um, and it's I don't think Jack chords. White sings at all like Elton John, though. <laughs> right, but it's like the same style-wise. Okay, How okay. Elton John, like, that's, yeah. Anyway, and then after, there's a bikini bottom guitar break. Did you know? <laughs> like, okay, I, I need to re-listen to this song because you're shaping so many things into it that I never and here I was thinking that it was just a simple MILF album or a- anthem sorry anthem um Did you say MILF? I said MILF unfortunately I kind of hate that I had to but it's I think that's kind of what this um, song's about so if you thought Stacy's mom correct. was the song for you then you may also like I just I want to be the boy to warm your mother's heart. Um, <laughs> if you like the aspect of Stacey's mom's theme, which is not why most people like that song, I would say. <laughs> That's so true, actually, because Stacey's mom is much catchier than this song. Um, oh yeah. I the thing about I, this one is I actually don't know if I love or hate it. And I think it's largely to do with the fact that it's kind of a MILF anthem. That's okay. I might, I might might rate it less now. (laughs) I I know that it was about that, but I was so focused on how it sounds at that point. I did look at all the lyrics, I think. I mean, it's the thing is, it's not nearly as direct or as dirty as Stacy's mom is. So I guess. Yeah. There well, is that's that. Worse. I agree. That's the thing. And I think in the context that's of right. this album, which has sort of this. So I think one another thing I like about this album is it has this sort of kind of 1950s uh, throwbacky type thing 
going on in a lot of the themes. And I think also in a lot of the kind of, I don't know, callbacks for certain things in the era. I, what am I saying? Am I speaking words? <laughs> <laughs> Getting light over there, huh? Yeah, it's. please give me a break. It's almost midnight. No, it's 11. It's not that late here. Um, <laughs> what I'm trying to say, I think there's some 1950s influence in this album. And I like when these kinds of things are, are questioned a little bit, where it's it's kind of poking at something. And so I think this is is also that uh there's a lot about i think there's a lot to be said about themes of innocence within white stripes songs because i think there is a huge contemplation of that in most of their work so this song to me it could be you could read it really straight you could take it really straight as this child is lonely sort of and it's not weird at all I don't think it's really that, but maybe. If you want to read it straight, you could. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a difficult I one. I wasn't thinking of it as how you're perceiving it. So um, I guess that's a, okay then. Maybe they get away with creepy things. That's the thing. I think that's... Uh, maybe that's also something I like about the White Stripes is that I don't actually know. I don't know if they get away with it. I, uh, <laughs> there's, it's, it's layered. I think it's nuanced enough that you can argue it. And I like it when things are like that in my, I don't know, in my estimation. As well for this song that it has a boring structure and instrumentals. So. Yeah, it's it's one of my lower rated ones, to be honest, because again, I don't know if I love it or hate it. But even if I could figure out if I loved or hated the lyrics, I'm not sure. I still don't really enjoy the sound. It, the sound is not as interesting to me as the other stuff. I think. Definitely so I agree. A skippable song. Yeah, for sure. I'd rather just listen to Elton John and <laughs> punk. So for the bikini bottom break. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bikini bottom guitar breaks, those are all just surf punk influences. Yeah, It's really anyway, super interesting. That's not something that I picked up on in this album. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna re-listen to the, this song and uh, contemplate that. Mm-hmm. I gave it a C initially. I gave it a B. I'm still not really sure if it deserves even that high. <laughs> I don't know. I'm conflicted. I, I, there, yeah, I think it should actually not be a B. I might have to redo this. Yeah. All right. Next song? Yeah. You've got her. You've got her in your pocket. Yep. I wrote legibly, sure. I'm listening. Mm -hmm. I remember this song. Do you? Oh, yeah. Probably because I have strong emotions about it. <gasps> Good! I hope they're the same as me, because I think in this case they might be, but go ahead, please. How do I remember this song? Just by playing, like, the beginning, right? 
Weak vocals, first of all, obviously. I I barely wrote anything about this because it's just bad. Um, feels like an improv song. Like you were you're around the campfire and you're like, let's record this song on this shitty <laughs> iPhone we have around a campfire and strum basic ass chords and just <laughs> say lyrics or whatever. And so I was really bored. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. I I kind of hate this song also. I don't hate it as vehemently as you do, I don't think. But I just I think it's too way too soft. It's just too soft in all ways. Agreed. The vocals are too soft. The lyrics are too soft. It's just so it's 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 so soft. It's squishy in my brain and I don't I don't like it. So, yeah. Yeah, it's give not. it a D. Okay, so obviously our dislikes are very different because I gave it a B minus. <laughs> I think that was your lowest score, though, right? So uh, far? Well, so far, yes, it is. Ooh, the last song or something. Anyway, next song <laughs> is Ball and Biscuit. This yeah. song is popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty right. well known, I think. What are you? This are is you literally <laughs> a car commercial. Literally used in a car commercial. Uh huh. I don't. What was the oh other one you said God, that for? Was I it? Hate this. It was. It... <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm just really disappointed. It's fine. Uh, the other car commercials where there's no home for you here. Yeah. That yeah. is so far. Yes. But yeah. this is, li- this is used in, I don't remember which, but straight up. This song annoys me so much. Um, and it's not even bad or anything technically. So I didn't like rate it terrible. Uh-huh. Like, in comparison to, like, the last song, right? <laughs> I guess. It's a step above that. Yeah. I put small dick energy because it's true, okay? <laughs> I wrote, weak-ass guitar solo. I was feeling things here. Distortion <laughs> is confusing you. Literally, the guitar solos are so weak. But you're like, oh, that sounds cool. Like, that guitar solo was rad, dude. <laughs> no, it's just the distortion. You put enough distortion on some basic chord progression, and you're like, cool, yeah. Also, <laughs> stupid lyrics. It has cowboy energy. Cowboy <laughs> Wow. I apparently I re- need to really read the lyrics to Ball and Biscuit because I did not realize it had cowboy energy and that concerns me greatly. Um, <laughs> Maybe how the lyrics are also delivered. I'm I'm gonna look it up right now because I want to remember. Oh wait, I'm like it's like walking. Oh, is like it because curves? he says sugar and it's like yeah, this kind of slow build. So to me. I I can see your point. The thing is, actually, so again, sorry, weird trivia coming out. Um, 
Okay, so a couple things about this song. One, the third man thing, it's a reference, and eventually it becomes the name, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I should have looked this up. Sorry. I know Third Man Records is Jack White's kind of record label now, so I think that that uh, is like sort of an Easter egg, I guess, because that's in this song, the the lyrics. Anyway, um, but this song, as far as I know, comes way before the record label actually exists, so... Anyway, uh, also, Jack White has done various kind of side projects, producing and things, and he's worked with a lot of country artists. So, and this is not, this is not to his credit, because let's get one thing straight right away. Get, neither Gabby nor I enjoy country music. Um, if you do, we're not trying to, well, maybe we are trying to throw some shade at you, but it's just... Sorry. That's that's why I was so concerned when you said it had cowboy energy because there is a song on this album we haven't gotten to it yet that is very clearly influenced by that. To me, this one is more bluesy, which is like true. Blues sometimes goes on the right on the edge of country, so it can be risky, which I get. And there is there's some of the diction which I see in the way that he uses sugar as this kind of name for someone. All of this, I can kind of, I can make that connection. Um, that but is, it is bluesy. You're right, but without like the sonical, like the back. It's not hard enough. Yeah. So that's why it's like cowboy energy because it's weak. Yeah. No, I, I kind of, I kind of agree. Now. I'm. <laughs> so this it's is so what I was actually mad. worried about happening. Is I'm realizing that I already knew that Gabby would tear some things for me to shreds. And I'm glad, like, I'm excited about it. This is not me being mad at it. This is me just saying, as somebody who respects your opinion, I now am rethinking things. And I feel like when I have this vortex in my head of nostalgia for something, it clouds me, which we'll probably get to when we get to your album. So I don't, think I rated things as objectively as I thought I did I definitely felt like I was trying really hard to be objective but now I'm realizing that I was not at all and that scares me a little but it's fine um yeah I think it also depends on your feelings towards these genres as well like how well you know alt-rock and garage punk technically speaking um and and indie it's just like a lot of genres in this which is cool i do appreciate that i just don't like their indie aspects in this album either that's fair getting to that later (laughs) i (laughs) i mean and the thing is there is this connection between jack white and the country world which is interesting i think that's true I also think that there, uh, for me, there's maybe more, I don't know. I don't want to ever say that I like this more than you because I don't feel like I like, uh, I don't, but I have, I think I have more of a folk background. Like I like more folk Mm -hmm. music probably than you do. So I think, I think that that maybe influences me in this area also. Um, a little bit just a little that's bit. fair i don't know pretty much most 
spoke. That's fine. So, yeah. So, so I gave this song a CD. <laughs> Fair. I gave it an A minus. <laughs> Wowee. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, we'll get into it when we talk about the album as a whole, I guess. But anyway. All right. Yeah. Next song. Yes. The hardest button to button. I just listened to a little bit of it again, just for fun. This is also literally a car commercial, right? I think it's literally a car commercial, but I could be Maybe. wrong. Anyway, Hard to say. Either way, guys. car commercial. Um, same issue, car commercial. So, okay, song... wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have to ask is so is the issue with the car commercial thing because I do get it but is that an issue you have oh, I don't know do you dislike with things because the they sound like car commercials or are you now conditioned to notice that they sound like car condor- commercials and so then you dislike them kind of by default as this I'm just wondering is it something where it's like a sellout thing for you or is it more is it more you actually dislike the sound because it sounds like a car commercial? I'm so it's definitely conditioning. So it's like okay. if this wasn't car commercial sonically, I don't actually know anymore how I would feel about it. Yeah. I okay, do discount it more because now yeah. I associated it with car commercials. First of Fair. all, I don't actually care about cars, fun fact. Second, wow, cool Gabby car girl. Um, second, <laughs> words that have never been spoken before at this moment. <laughs> um, yes, there's an aspect of selling out in this music scene because we can get commercials to get money, which is fine, but like everyone did it like to popularize their music as well but in like this really weird association way and that's just not smart to me marketing wise like as branding your brand band branding your band um which is (laughs) yeah and I have more feelings about this kind of stuff but that's a genre specific kind of thing um I have a lot of feelings about this genre of alt rock uh-huh. yeah but okay i will say the white stripes is most known to sound like this kind of thing because it's more like this is their popular song not like one of them yeah like this is what they're good at in mainstream the driving yeah. bass it's like the driving baseline is clean. It's just always there for you. Yep. You're not going to like feel sad because it leaves you because it's always there for you. So um, romantic. Guitar- <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the guitar melody is their strength. So like the driving baseline plus guitar melody tends to be their strength in mainstream popularity at the very least. This song I like better because it's 
here is basically this song. It's quirky, cool guy song. Yeah, That's all I, I like that. to say. Because it's quirky. Um, but yeah, cool guy songs, I don't know. Quirky is good in this case. <laughs> I I think it's really interesting that you're calling it the quirky cool guy song. Um, I really this is one of my favorites on the album. I really like it. I don't care that it's a car commercial. You're right that it's all the hallmarks of the white stripes. I think that's why I like it. It's very representative of them as a band. You get the like really nice background with a heavy drums with Meg. I like that a lot. And I think for me, again, a lot of times it boils down to the lyrics. And this song has some of, again, the most interesting lyrics on the album. So all of the songs I think that I picked as my tops were interesting lyric ones. Mm. Uh, no, I actually, I just don't know what to do with myself is also in my top three. And I don't think that that one is that interesting lyrically. So I guess that that's an exception not the rule, but Hardest Button to Button has a very fascinating story, um, and I like that a lot. I also like it in the sense of thematically with the album, because I have mm -hmm. thoughts about the album and why it might be named Elephant, etc. And I've done no research mm -hmm. to back this up, so if I'm completely off base and my theory is wrong and some really hardcore White Stripes fan listens to this, for some reason, who knows how they got here, and decides that I am wrong, then that's fine. I don't care. Leave it I just in the comments below. I like thinking about mm -hmm. it, and I thought about it, and that's what I'll say. But yeah, that's I like this interesting. one. I'm interested in knowing about why you think it's called Elephant for later now. But cool. I will say, this is the song that is a turning point in the album. So we, we went through a bunch of bad mm -hmm. songs, actually, from starting <laughs> from In the Cold, Cold Night, right, all the way to Ball and Biscuit. This is the turning point for me in this album that makes it go good. So this yeah, is, I got, I gave this a B, the hardest button to button, yeah. You gave it a B or a D? B, for B, boy. okay. B as in boy, got it. Yeah. I gave it an A plus. It's one of my faves, not surprising. But um, yeah, I actually I think that's true, and I oh I'm looking forward to this next half of the album that is uh, to, we have turned. Yeah. Let's shall we talk about the little acorns? Absolutely. Great. All right, little acorns. Hey. <laughs> okay. The intro is so good. Like the talking. I, I, know, I love know. it. I love I it. I know. It's so good. Oh, uh, the backing keys to the distortion guitars is really nice. It has talking heads energy. Yes. Oh. And it's simple and clean. I This is my favorite song off the album. I Me too. So it's my favorite, hands down. Hell yeah. Like, easy. Easy, eh? Agreed. If, you, if you haven't heard this song, go listen to it. I had not heard it before because who listens yes. to a song that has like talking in the beginning? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. if you don't know the album. Anyway. It's, oh, it's so good. I'm not going to be able to hold back on this one because I agree. It's also good. my favorite. If I had to pick one also to have people listen to, it would definitely be this one. I also think it's the most interesting. I think for me, this sums up everything I like about the White Stripes in one song. And also, actually, for the whole foundational album thing, I think this maybe was a huge part of why I picked it as well, because it's so, so many of the hallmarks of this song are in things that I now love. Like, ah, it's just so good. This spoken word intro thing is unbelievable to me. This, like, newscaster telling the story of this woman who basically wants to be like the squirrel, and then that becomes this kind of call that Jack White sings in the end of this. Oh, it's so good. Every, everything about it, I love. Also, another fun trivia fact is that... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I know all of these rants. No, I do. Anyway, Little. Uh, in every White Stripes album, there will be one song that has Little in the title. So there's like Little Ghost, Little Acorns, uh, Little... Is it Little Cream Soda in Icky Thump? I can't remember. Anyway, every White Stripes album, there will be a Little song. And usually they're really interesting. And uh, yeah, so Little Acorns is that one for this album. And it is the best of this album, for sure. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Fact. I'm so <laughs> glad it's your favorite as well. Yeah. I didn't know I, if you would know that that was going to be my favorite, by the way. I didn't. I did not know that. And I'm so excited <laughs> that it is, honestly. Because <laughs> I, the kind of 1950s, intro sort of thing where it's this newscastery voice telling this story I think it could go either way with people and even though I know you yeah, like yeah. things that are like weird and interesting also I didn't know if you would like this or not so um really good mm-hmm. also I wasn't entirely sure which vocal things would bother you in this album so well I've like the Meg White thing makes sense to me now but as far as Jack White's vocals went, I didn't know. And this one has a lot of him vocalizing, like, because he, mm-hmm. yeah, he does that, like, ah, 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 ah thing. And it's oh, it's so good. Um, I also wrote in my notes that there is something lovably with Midwestern suburbia <laughs> about this song, mm. <laughs> which mm. I don't, <laughs> don't know what. I wanted to convey with that, but I just thought it was an interesting thing to read from my notes. There you go. Yeah. Uh, the next song is Hypnotize. Mm-hmm. I say this as if the song is going to play for them. Yeah. Not. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. So since, you know, I was super excited about Little Acorns, I may have seen, like, been in a better mood for the setting up for the rest of the album to be honest so my ratings are nice Mm. okay um so hypnotize i i wrote very little about this it's pretty so it's surf punk dancey fun and sad i gave it an a that's all it's Mm -hmm. just it's just fun like I gave I I was gonna give it an A B, um, but I was like, eh. It's it's one that you can just like dance to 
That's cute. Like, I would love to see it live kind of thing. Yeah, it would be fun to see live, actually. Um, yeah, I like this one. as I also don't have very interesting things to say about it. I said that I can kind of see the rockabilly influence in this song mm -hmm. in particular, which I think is interesting. Again, I think there's a wide range of influence on this album. And I think this one is more in this vein of rockabilly, which makes sense with your, True. what did you say, surf drums? Surf punk. Surf punk, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's exactly what I'm like, saying is rockabilly. So, and yeah. actually, with bands that are more in this vein, I guess they do have that sort of backing too. So it is, it's definitely there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's basic, but it's good. It's yeah. like not very original, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like. I like the idea of hypnotizing someone on the telephone. It's really weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. The next one is the air near my fingers. I <laughs> solidly. This is also, I think, one of the more popular songs as well. Really? That surprised um, me. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, I, at least from what I know, because I don't actually seek out this, like, songs, particularly from the White yeah. Stripes. I just know of them. Yeah. Like, I've heard songs, and then I assume those are the popular ones. Yep. Because why else would I hear them? Um, no, so, that's maybe not the <laughs> truest form of I don't of know, me. I don't know. Spotify never recommends me, uh these guys the white stripes so or anything like that like yeah. i don't ever come across them yeah in my own music exploration mm -hmm. uh so the air near my fingers uh i said so many sound the same like this because i got you know this like three-fourths actually we're actually really close to the end um yep. so many sound like this but this song has good segments to remember it by. I really mm -hmm. do like the organ keys. Mm -hmm. um, that that segment is super cute. I think. <laughs> yeah. So I gave it an A B. Okay. Yeah, I gave it an A. I like there near my fingers. I like the kind of call and response to it. I don't really have anything life-changing to say about it um i agree though that the ending of the albums well most of it is pretty solid <laughs> let's keep going right so <laughs> yeah like at this point it's like it's fun um girl you have no faith in medicine also i think is a this one's well known song. yep this one's well known for okay. sure because there was a there's a music video for this one. Uh, actually, I think oh. if I'm not mistaken, this may be one of the music videos where Karen Elson is featured, which she ended up being Jack White's wife. I think they're divorced. Yeah, they're definitely divorced now. Anyway, pff, fun facts: she's a model. She was in a few White Stripes videos. I think this is one of them. Definitely, Blue Orchid is one of them, but that's not on this album. Anyway, well, yeah. So. Girl, you have no faith in medicine. I really like 
Ace Taminophen as the lyric. Yes, acetaminophen. That is, yeah. <laughs> I agree. That is yeah. so good. Um, and then something's rattling. And then yeah. he says, watch me just rattle. I put, this is funny, pretty basic, though, as, like, rhythm guitar-wise, like, structurally, sonically, it's pretty basic, but it's a fun, it's a fun song for sure. Agreed. I, yeah. I, well, I, I love this one, actually. It, I think it's one of the first, I feel like it's one of the first ones that I really got into. There is something... It is very simple in a lot of ways, but I think what I like about it is that kind of driving, angry kind... Well, it's not even angry, really. It's just kind of harsh, this harsh sound a little bit. Uh, and it's got this nice tempo to it, very upbeat. And I love... I just love the refrains, yeah. The use of acetaminophen as this thing you scream. It's just so good. I... I don't know why I like it so much, but I do. I really do. So. Yeah. yeah. This one definitely makes sense why you love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Does it's it? just, it makes sense. Like the quirkiness of it, the wordplay. <laughs> um, it's just fun, funny, and clever. So. Yeah. And, it's, and also, again, yeah. in this whole kind of theme of the album, and all of this kind of repression that's happening, I feel like you can read deeper into so much that is happening in all of these songs. But with this one as well, I think it's really interesting. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I gave it an A B. Yeah, this one's an A plus for me. I love I love this song. Makes sense. Mm. All right, we're at the end now. It's uh well. It's true that we love one another. <laughs> I just, I can't. <laughs> yes, Gabby, what do you have to say about this song? Uh, I want to, um, I want to kick Meg out of the band. Um, that's all. Oh, I don't think this is her singing that's it. Not all. Oh, well, she no, she does sing in it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, Holly, please. Holly, and Meg are both in it, both of them too. So this is awful, right? <laughs> but not as bad. So I, I think it's a slight step up from the other one. Why is Seattle Washington in the cold, cold night? You uh, like it more than in the cold, cold night. All right. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a step above that one. This does, yeah. I do think it's cute that there is a call response, like a conversation thing going on. So that's why I think it's better than in, a, in the cold, cold night. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like trying to be cutesy and stuff. Oh, I hate It reminds that. me of the cigarette duet by, oh gosh. Don't compare it to that. I love that song. This is this sucks I ass comparison. If we're song. being honest, but it's so bad. It reminds me of that because of the duality. Like, but it's probably because I don't I don't hear a lot of songs that do it. Even though it's kind of um, seems like I would maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. The genres I listen to don't do this kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. so that's why. 
And I hate the, how this is mastered. Holly, Holly in the song is too loud. Meg is the weakest, <laughs> like usual. Uh, like I do like the end. Clap, clap. Reverb sucks. Meg's reverb is the same. It sucks. Just gotta emphasize that again. <laughs> um, jolly good. Why is there silence for half a minute at the end? I already asked you that before, but I still I don't. don't know. Um, it's dumb. It's just really dumb. I don't like it. I really don't like it. I the thing is, if I wanted to maybe take some time and analyze this in comparison to the rest of the album and maybe think through what kind of the the thought process was of having this weird sort of I don't know, vaguely wholesome family dynamic at the end. I just hate it. I don't like the sound of it. I really don't like it. I I don't like yeah. it at all. This is the to me this is the worst part of the album. I'm glad it comes at the end because <laughs> I can just skip before this song and be happy. Um I don't I don't like it. I it's too it's too cutesy. It's too it's trying way too hard for me. It's all folksy, but not in a good way. I don't, you know, that's the thing is I dislike it so much. I don't even want to know. I don't, I don't care enough to find out or think about it really. Um, I shouldn't say this because I, I do genuinely like most of this album. I like, I think thematically it's really interesting, but I think Probably there is something interesting going on with the song. I just don't like it enough to to spend the time on it. So I won't. Yeah. There's a D for me. It's not uh, so bad that I would like never, ever, ever, ever listen to it, which is what I'm reserving F is for. That's like something where I can't even stand. To, but for the most part, I would like skip this almost immediately if given the option. So, yeah. So, yeah, the only aspect I liked about this song was, like, the very, like, end before the silence where they clap. That This is what I'm talking about in my notes. Clap. They clap. And then they say jolly good and talk a bit. And I love, I don't know, sometimes I really like that, depending mm -hmm. if it works. But they're just like, we're done recording. Cool. Let's go have fun or something. It's just like very organic like obviously not like a studio recorded something yeah like it is i do like not. i like I those know how to say. also though mm -hmm. it humanizes them i guess yeah that's it i got I, I also choice. gave it a d yeah interesting choice for this album um cool so yeah. Cool. So closing thoughts, I suppose. Overall, with all of my ratings of each song of this album, it ends up to be a 50.5 out of 70, which is a 72% C minus. Um, Wait, you reason, did yours as a whole. Huh? Oh, shoot. You did yours as a percentage? Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, it's I fine. I did mine out of 10, so I can make it a percentage. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. That's, like, close. Yeah, it's not. It's I don't not. know how you... Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, I'll say that I think I need to still continue to tweak my formulas a little. Because what I did... I had one formula. I evaluated both albums by... I was happy with where the White Stripes album came out. And I wasn't really that happy with where Linkin Park came out with this first formula. So, I'll say both ratings for both albums when we get there. But then... When I just recently redid the math using the kind of A, B, C, D, um, or yeah, A, B, C, D, F format for the songs and then kind of factoring that into my equation, I feel like the a White Stripes album came out way higher than I expected it to, but I'm more happy with where the Linkin Park album is. So I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't. You're telling me you, you like give good grades out basically i a through f i gave a lot of high marks to the songs on the white stripes album and well we'll get to lincoln park so i won't say too much about that yet i feel like maybe i should reevaluate one more time but my first rating of the album was an 85 percent, which i think is pretty accurate I think that's like fair. That's about where I would put it probably if I were just kind of guesstimating my on a 10 scale where I would put it. That's around where. So that's like a solid B, almost B plus. Um, but then when I reevaluated it, it came out as a 97, which is really high. That's like way too high, I think. I mean, I do like this album a lot, but I don't, I don't know if I, it, I don't think it deserves to be that high because I think that's going to be like super top albums for me. I can imagine some that would be up there. I think yeah. the reason that this is, is coming out this way is because in my formula, I also added in basically these like creativity factors, which were about the album concept and the cohesion. And to me, the White Stripes album is super cohesive. I feel like there is a very clear vision for the album. And I appreciate that it feels to me from start to finish, like it's a, like it's a thought and there's a story there. There's enough to mine. I like that. I like the concept of it as I understand it to be. And so those things have very high marks for me, but I I don't think that they should factor in as heavily to make it that high of a score. So I think I think an 85 is closer to where I would put it realistically. Yeah. Go, Gabby, go. You have something. I see it in your yeah. face. I just, I don't think it's that cohesive. Just as, you know, someone who listened to it a few times, but... Interesting. Yeah, like the last song makes no sense. That's straight up. Like after Girl You Have No Medicine, why would you do this yeah. at all? I... Um like from one song to the other, it's like some of them don't make sense to me. Uh-huh. I guess I I mean it more as a mm. Uh, it's cohesive to me in a different way than the Linkin Park album's cohesive. So maybe we should talk about it later because I feel like in comparison, they're actually really good 
uh, albums to put side by side in this way because I think to me they're both cohesive, but they're cohesive in very different ways. Like Linkin Park, I feel like is unified yeah. start to finish in a different way, whereas the White Stripes one, it's not. Oh, what? How would I explain the type of? I do you get it? Do you know what I'm trying to get at? Because I can't put words to it right now, but I feel like you might be picking it up, maybe. Not really. No? <laughs> Is it themes? I think it's, yeah. If, for me, Lyrics? it's... Yeah, I I think that's what it is. It's So, like, musically, I do think there is cohesion still on the White Stripes, but I think there's... They they play around with the style more, whereas Linkin Park is is in their style the whole time, even though obviously you can never just be one thing, I guess. But I, I think like Lincoln Park has a sound and they stick to that sound. The White Stripes also have a sound. They also stick to that sound, but it's like they're messing around more in like other different genre things happening, I think, in a way. Yeah, that's why it doesn't sound cohesive to me. But it for me, that actually works with what they're doing with the whole thing. I don't know how to... Uh, no, I'm not explaining. This is their second album? I think second or, or third. third. Might be third. Let me see. Because that makes a difference when you are an artist and put it out. Because in the because Hybrid Theory is the first album. So... Oh it's wow, this different. is actually actually this is four. Analyzing. Sorry, my bad. This is number this is four. Fourth? Yeah. Okay, so it makes sense to do weirder things. Right, right. I guess. Yeah. Because like if it's a third or fourth album, you want to do something new or else people might leave you actually. Yeah. Just pro tip, I guess. I guess people get bored depending on yeah. Yeah. Your genres. See, I guess for me, it's like they, I think that is maybe it. They're showing some range, but it never strays from what I am, um, what I know them to be at the same time. So maybe that's what I mean by cohesion. It's like, yes, they are trying things, but it still very much feels hallmark the white stripes to me from start to finish. Even the song I hate, like, even though it's weird in comparison. But those kind of like ups and downs of the album, for some reason, they make sense to me. And I, I do. They yeah. don't make sense. Okay. Me. That's fair. I think yeah. I, I get it. I, yeah. I, I think maybe just because you know more about them. Maybe. I don't know. So I think it's biased. Probably. I have, I have no. Pulling it out now. I have no problem admitting that I'm biased um we all do so that's fair yeah nah <laughs> I understand so I should probably tell you why I think oh actually I want to know do you have any ideas why you think it's called elephant again I've done no research on this this is all just me thinking about it so because there's a baseline and elephants walk big Oh, I like that. That's that's, that's all I got. <laughs> Love it. That's not at all what I was thinking, but I think that's interesting. Yeah, it's probably not that way. I think so. Okay, so my pitch for this, I'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, I think this album is about repression in various forms. 
and I think all the songs kind of thematically circle back to this. And I think that the elephant, or the reason it's called elephant is I think it's referring to like the elephant in the room, but it's something that's never brought up on the album, which I think is actually brilliant. Oh, yeah. And to me, all of the kind of, the way all of the songs circle around things, like even the air near my fingers, it's such a like intangible thing, right? Or, uh, I don't know all of the all of the songs. Oh, the hardest button to button. I love that too. That's also so vague, but also so sp specific. And like, what is the button? And in the story about this family, and then there's murder, and like, oh, there's just so much gold to mine. I think in this kind of zone. So this is my pitch. The album's about repression. Repression is the elephant in the room, or not, but whatever you're repressing is the elephant in the room, I suppose. And that is what this album is about, in my opinion. Nice. That makes it really interesting, actually. I see it. I see it now. I liked being able to go back and think about this album, actually. I, I don't know. I think it's not an album I would necessarily listen to all the time uh, now. But I, I see its value, and I see so many things that it formed in me that I, yeah, I, I still feel feelings for it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think it was okay, <laughs> and also why this is Jesse's album is probably because there's a bunch of influence to get here and just like how this has influenced the genres she has been interested in currently and throughout. <laughs> I'm just staring at my cat. Okay. Um, so like there's like the Ramones, punk mm -hmm. rock, Elton John, indie rock. And it was, it was just a digestible kind of album. Mm -hmm. Easy to get into, like not too progressive in sound sonically and obviously lyrically very important uh there's cute quirky lyrics sometimes <laughs> and very smart things mm -hmm. <laughs> thanks interesting yeah i i think it's what's funny to me is how the things that you know that you liked something for then become kind of not like you grow past them for instance with the whole lyric thing I do think there's there's good lyrics in this there's lyrics to mine for interesting things but I would say there's so many better lyric like there's so many better bands with like better lyrics that I like now that I I don't know it that's it's just true. funny to me. Like I, I really took the time to go back through and read everything again when I was doing my research for this because I wanted to pull, I was hoping I'd be able to pull quotes from multiple songs, but I was not able to pull that many quotes because I don't actually think that uh, maybe it's just this album, but I don't think lyrically there was that much amazing stuff going on in this. Although little acorns is it's incredible but but yeah also 
my cat's trying to eat my note. Sorry. <laughs> Kisa, those are not for you. She's looking. Oh, no, she got mad at me. Uh -huh. I've made an enemy. <laughs> I don't want to be your enemy. I want to be your friend. Okay. I want to be your friend, Kisa. I love you. 